Ah, you can almost smell the peanuts and the cotton candy, and you can almost see the acrobats and the motorcycle cages and whatever else that goes down in circuses. I haven't actually been to a circus since, man, I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm not going to now. I'll think about it later. I'll just say it. Since I was a kid, I think the Shriner, you get the Shriner tickets and they come down. I think it was at the the junior high school. It's at the high school. At the football field there. Okay, what's well, the high school's football field that's at the junior high school? Yeah. Well, it used to be. I'm talking about when I was a kid. Hmm. Yes. Where the practice field. Hmm. Pretty sure. What's oh. where's the other one? I always just have remembered it at the high school's football field. Hmm. Yeah. But maybe I'd never actually been to one. You've never been to any circus? I've driven past them year after year, at, like I said, at the football field there. But yeah, I've never never gone to a circus. Yeah. I remember I got to ride an elephant. That was exciting, I guess. I remember they used to have the elephants you could ride at the fair occasionally. At yeah. At the Purse County Fair. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose no one's going to a circus now. Nope. No. Circuses are kind of off the table at the moment, I would imagine. I guess mm. it depends on what state you're in. Right. Yeah. I would advise against going to a circus, no matter what state you're in. I think they're kind of cruel. E- cool or cruel? Cruel. Cooly cruel. Not cool. Not cool? They're not cool, kids. Stay away from circuses. No, they're not. Um, if you go depends. to a circus, you're a real clown. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah, so circuses, it, it, it's, it depends, right? If there's animals involved, it's probably not that great. Yeah, if, if it's just people that are being treated poorly, I don't care about that <laughs> as much with the animals. They don't deserve that. No. No, and yeah, I can't imagine, you know, when you're a kid, all you want to do is ride the elephant. You don't want to, you don't want to um, think about, you don't think about how the elephant's treated as soon as you're off its back. Not until you're older and then you uh, feel terribly about it. I don't possibly. feel too bad. But, um, <laughs> I see, what are you going to do? Yeah, I wouldn't go to any circus, but, uh, you know, why are we even, we can't go to circuses. There's no circus in town. I haven't even seen any Shriner guys in their funny hats riding around, nope. passing out tickets. And uh, why Why bring it up? Why even... Why, why even did we have it? circus music at the top of the show? Because I like it. That's actually my music of choice. I, I, I'm oh. coming out right now. It's mostly all I listen to You're in a my big, spare time. You're a big Calliope guy, huh? That's... Yeah... Yeah, I mean, I pretend when other when other people come in the room, I switch it over <laughs> real quick so it doesn't look like... Uh, but yes, it's no, all right, I'll tell the truth. Um, today, we're going to delve into uh, an event that happened downtown Lewiston in 1928 when an Asian elephant broke out of the circus and was shot dead in downtown Lewiston. By none other than Lewiston's mayor, right? Oh, he was not only Lewiston's mayor. He was a mayor, and he was a doctor. He's a doctor mayor, Mayor (laughs) E.G. Braddock. And not only was he a doctor, not only was he Dr. Mayor. (laughs) I hope that people, he made people refer to him as Dr. Mayor. Dr. Mayor, Dr. Mayor, Timmy broke the leg. (laughs) Broke his leg, the leg. 
Whose leg? Who knows? Just a leg. He broke it. <laughs> anyway, he was also a uh, a big time hunter, mm. which will will come and we'll 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 talk about that in a minute. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to get into this. I don't know a whole heck of a lot about the uh, subject. You know, I I was part of uh, the Bar Gin Fest, which was part of uh, my fundraiser, Smash Skate. We've mentioned on the show a number of times, uh, and uh, the Bar Gin Fest was kind of named after. Mary, this elephant that we we're talking about here, um, and and she was kind of our mascot for that event always. But outside of that, I don't know a heck of a lot. Um, I think you spent some time delving into this, Brian. So I'm I'm excited to check it out. I did, and just like when we looked into Casey's the first episode, what I'm learning is a whole new respect for historians. Right, because although I am only looking online. God forbid I crack open a book or something. <laughs> you, it, it, you, everyone has their own thoughts about history. Right. Not only, like, can you find one article that says one thing and then a, another completely different website says another, but as we'll soon uh, find out, even our, even the same paper, even our own, you know, uh, Lewiston Tribune mm-hmm. has <laughs> conflicting <laughs> messages about what happened that day. Uh, so the doctor mayor might have an opinion and the, uh, the, uh, attendee of the event may have a separate opinion. Also. If you're talking about Mary, I don't know if she's got <laughs> much of an opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I did do some looking into it. If I am, as always, if we are, if I am wrong about anything don't yell at me just send us an email at old gmail.com and say brian that's not how i heard it and i'll say you're right and we'll mention it but i did my best i looked into it it was interesting uh all that i really knew about it was an elephant was shot there's a plaque downtown yeah, Lewiston. Yeah, you can go find it it's in that parking lot what what building is that is it the nearest? woods what it's an insurance um it's an insurance parking that's right. lot now. Yeah, that's right. It's, um, yeah, be- I'll mention it later. I believe I've taken a picture next to that sign. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, you mentioned the Barge Infest, I think. Um, yeah, it's the Woods Insurance parking lot. Gotcha. So. Um, the Barge Infest, there was also that player, or not a player piano, but it was a piano that they put in downtown Lewiston. Probably not there anymore. Right. Either they probably don't want a bunch of strangers using the same piano right now. Oh, how life has changed. (laughs) Um, But that one, you know, an elephant is kind of, we could almost make it the unofficial mascot of downtown Lewiston. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. There also used to be a floating bar called the Barge Inn. Nice. That was downtown somewhere. Okay, listeners. I don't have a job right now. Let's make this floating bar thing happen. <laughs> I think I'll, we can do it. I'll invest. All right. We need more than 10 bucks, Drew. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I can tie you right. some flies. <laughs> tie you some flies. All right. Well, we'll talk later. <laughs> um, so the year was 1928. In 1928, Lewiston, um, I really wish I knew more about. You know, I, I know it was a pretty prominent place at that time. Um, there was a lot of industry here, and it was one of the bigger cities on the West Coast, surprisingly. 
It was for a long time. Um, and then gold, there was a gold rush before that. that yeah. This was after the gold rush. Yep. And it's not... But there was still a bunch of minerals, but then that, it, it kind of moved south to... I, I, I know that after the gold rush, Idaho City became um, more prominent than Lewiston. Mm-hmm. But this was a happening place. It was a pretty happening place. It wasn't super, super established yet. It was, you know, it's only 30 years after the Dawes Act, roughly somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, that they would have stuff like circuses come to town and, uh, main street was a pretty cool happening little area. And, uh, when was this? This would have been in June, August, August, early August, August 8th. Yeah. So the summer 1928. Yep. Hey, Wise Gerber Brewing was probably happening, right? Cause they went under and prohibition was that 33. Mm -hmm. So if they were established, which I think they were, I don't remember. I have to take another look at that. Uh, you could hit up the brewery, you get some Weisgerber beer, you could go on down to the river and take a, you know, get, get cooled down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could visit one of the brothels that we were reading about earlier, um, <laughs> if you were so inclined. And, uh, but yes, yeah, so that's 1928 Lewiston, as far as I know it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see here. Elephant goes crazy downtown Lewiston, has to get shot. That's one story. But let's take it back a little further. Okay. Why were there elephants in Lewiston, especially one of the Asian variety? Lewiston's not Asia. <laughs> How did this elephant get here? I'm not stalling for time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the Cells Floto Circus came to town. Um, that's, uh, Cells, S-E-L-L-S, Floto Circus. And you, you know a little bit about that circus, right? I mean, is that, you know, when I think of circuses in my own mind, what I think about is like the Ringling Brothers, I believe. And they'll actually come into the picture. Yeah. So is it on that sort of scale? (laughs) Is it a big, a big chain of circus related events and stuff that kind of tours around or what, what's the deal with that? It definitely wasn't the same scale as the Ringling Brothers Circus, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a pretty big circus. I mean, they got funding right off the bat. Uh, a lot of a lot of circuses kind of had to work their way up from the ground up, which I would absolutely hate to be on the ground floor of a 1920 <laughs> circus. I yeah, I don't know though. I, Especially if the ground floor was uh, anywhere near the elephants. Might get plopped on. Oh, elephant plops. <laughs> Yay. All right. So, yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. 18, um, 1895, these two guys became the owners of the Denver Post in Denver. And it was a guy named Harry Hay Tammon and a guy named Frederick Gilmore Bonfills. And why they didn't call it the Tammon, Tammon Bonfills Circus um, because that's not a great name. <laughs> that's my guess. At least they had some self-awareness. Yeah. So sells um, Floto. Yeah. So 1902, Tamman and Bonfils, they're like, we're going to start a circus. And really quick, the information on sells Floto Circus comes from a website called circusandsideshows.com. Hmm. Check it out if you have any interest in this or other circuses or sideshows. <laughs> Uh, but 1902, they're like, let's do it. They called it the Floto Dog and Pony Show. And they named it Floto because Tamman liked the name of the uh, 
the sports editor, uh, Otto Floto. And I think Otto, I've read some other websites that he may have contributed some money into it, or, or at least the post did, but that's where Floto comes from, was the Denver Sports Post editor, Otto Floto. Hmm. So, yes, yeah, so they started in 1902, um, and then in 1906, they hired a guy named William Sells to manage, manage the, sh- the show. So I guess, and I'm no circus aficionado, surprisingly, even though I love the music, <laughs> I, I am not, I'm not huge on circuses, but uh, there was a very popular circus at the time called the Sells Brothers Circus. No relation to this William guy, but they thought, oh, we've got someone named Sells. The Sells Brothers Circus is uh, really popular. Hmm. We'll get more if we kind of, you know, hey, what sounds, we use their sounds name? Uh, like a flim flammery common of the time. Uh, yes, I, I think any 1920s circus had some uh, element of flim flamness in it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb <laughs> and say uh, they're businessmen. We'll just put it that way. Uh, but yeah, so they said, okay, Sells Brothers Circus, that's pretty popular. We'll, we'll call it the Sells Floto Circus, and that'll give us a little bit more credibility. Mm-hmm. And so they did. And um, so they called it the Sells Floto Circus, 1909. This is a few years after they did this. Um, Ringling Brothers, told you we'd mention them, they grabbed, they, like, took over, they incorporated, that's the word, they Mm. incorporated the Sells Brothers, um, circus into their conglomeration, and, uh... So they didn't necessarily buy it and rename it or anything like that, they just sort of managed it? Yeah, I think so. Again, you're gonna have, if you're really interested, you really wanna know... Crack open a book. Look it up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, crack open a book. Um, so the Ringling uh, Brothers, they sued Tamman and <laughs> Tamman and Bonfils, the two guys that did it, uh, to try to get them to stop using the name. They didn't, although they could not use the images of the original Sells Brothers in their advertisement, which I guess they may have been doing <laughs> just straight up. Oh, these guys are fa- it's like it's like, oh hey Drew, I got a new soft drink I want to sell. It's oh, called yeah, what's it called? It's called uh Brian Coke. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's got a red label, kind of cursive handwriting. And that's, and Brian's really that's small. That's no relation to Coca-Cola. No, why would you think that? Oh, okay. I, why would you gotcha. even I could what ha hmm. hmm. Yeah, it's just Brian's Coke. (laughs) Anyway, something along those lines. Um, Luckily, nowadays we have copyright laws, I guess. Luckily, who knows? To the important part. All right, so these guys, they're touring around. They've got their circus. They're still calling it Sells Flodo. They can't use the images, all this stuff. Uh, So here's kind of fun. So... 1914, 1915, we are getting closer to 1928 when this all happened. 1914, 1915, last piece of kind of fun trivia about just the generic Sells Floto Circus. Buffalo, uh, so his name, William F. Buffalo Bill Cody, his show, Bill's Buffalo Bill's Wild West show, Mm-hmm. went bankrupt in 1913. So Sells Floto incorporated it into their show. So for 1914, 1915, Buffalo Bill was actually traveling with Sells Floto Circus. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. So he didn't end up in Lewiston, but that is pretty cool that there is that connection to that, that particular 
circus. Yeah, as far as I know, Buffalo Bill was never in Lewiston. Right. But he was with the circus for a while, which is kind of neat. Now we're going to get into a little bit of the history of the Cells Floto uh, and and their history with elephants, mm. which, spoiler alert, not great. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course um, elephants just weren't treated well back in the day. I don't imagine any of the other animals were treated well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, and I'm not going to get too far off tangent with this one, but you know, like, Edison and his like crusade of showing everyone his electricity back mm-hmm. in the day. Sure. And how his was, they were like trying to <sighs> demonstrate the power of his current. Yes. Because they were trying to make it be the, I don't know, but he zapped a few elephants. Right. Yeah. They were I think trying you to can find it online. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was Tesla and Edison. They were trying to demonstrate whose current was better. And I think, yeah, he was trying to, show off some of his prowess by saying, I can put down an elephant with my current. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yep. Yeah. So, don't want to be an elephant in 1920s America. Mm-hmm. 1920s Asia, you're probably all right. Who knows? I don't know anything about it. So, these guys, just for just for an example, they wanted to breed the elephants, right? Mm-hmm. You breed them. You don't got to pay for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this was Joe Exotic's great-great-grandfather, by the way. Mm. Just kidding. If you don't know who Joe Exotic is, where have you been? (laughs) So they tried to breed these elephants. So they've got three, they had three baby elephants out of uh, two different moms and one sire named, um, uh, irrelevant? No, um, let's see, Snyder, Snyder. Was, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get into Snyder here in just a second. He was a uh, firecracker. <laughs> anyway, they breed three elephant babies, all died within five months. Ooh. So, little unsuccessful. Uh, 1929, so this is just after, um, just after they came through Lewiston, sort of in the next year, uh, the Ringling Brothers did purchase the... Sells Floto Circus for $1.7 million, hmm. which seems like a crazy amount of money. So it must have been quite a, quite an awesome circus. Yeah, because in 1920s money, I don't know what inflation would be now, but I mean, it's got to be it's a lot of money. A couple hundred million, yeah. I would guess. Yeah. That's so it must have been a pretty though, yeah. sizable, successful circus. Yeah. So anyway, this Snyder, the elephant, uh, like I said, he... he, he Man, yeah, he caused some problems as well, and it's just not surprising just seeing all of the things that happened with these guys' elephants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good news. Um, let's see here. 25.5 million dollars. Snyder? That's the inflation value. Oh, that's the inflation value. I so I was wrong. About... It is not hundreds of millions. That's still a lot of money. Still $25 million. That's a lot of money. But nonetheless, Snyder, the elephant, he, oh he caused some damage, right? Oh, did he ever? In, so. Uh, well, what did you say? It was Riverside, California. They were. This would have been a year prior to the incident in Lewiston? No, it started in 1908, actually. Hey, do you want to know how you can get the Old Spiral podcast uninterrupted? Check out our new Patreon account. 
From now on, you can get the same show you know and love without being interrupted by commercials. We would really appreciate the support, and if you would, head to patreon.com slash oldspiralpodcast. Now back to the show. All right, so in 1908, Sells Circus, they're in Riverside, California, like you said, and the elephants got loose, stampeded through town, and this Snyder elephant crushed a woman to death. Hmm. So they thought, let's keep doing this. And <laughs> they kept touring with their elephants. And in 1920, uh, that same Snyder elephant uh, went, he went, he got out of hand again in a place called Salina, Kansas. And this time he was shot dead. Um, so Mary the elephant, not the first elephant to get loose and then get shot. And they just kept going. Um, so, but yeah, so the, um, that time it was, uh, there was a group of cadets from St. John's Military School. They were able to shoot him down. But before he was shot down, this is Snyder, mm-hmm. he went on a rampage where he tore up tents, knocked over circus wagons, and hurled a cage of lions 30 feet. Which would be horrifying, of course. Yeah, it's got flying lions and not in like a fun circus way of flying lions. It's also horrible animal abuse. But um, so the first, the the handlers tried to, to get Snyder to calm down by feeding him apples laced with cyanide. Mm. But when that didn't work, St. John's military cadets came over and just went ahead and whacked him. Which uh, would also be sad and horrifying to uh, to see. Yeah, it's all sad and horrifying. So this is 1908. And it was then, 1920. Yeah, 1908, Snyder uh, uh Oh, that was his first incident. Woman. Okay, yeah. so 1920. And then now we're eight years later. We're here in Lewiston, Idaho. Yeah. And now some bad stuff is well, about Well, don't worry, to... because the elephants, uh, shortly before they got to Lewiston, got out uh, and, and caused some trouble in Canada. Oh. Although none were killed, and uh, I guess nothing crazy happened. Man, they moved them up. around everywhere. <clears throat> well, traveling circus. Yeah. I suppose. But, okay, I'm going to read a little story here. This is from the Lewiston Tribune on June 9th, 1937. So this has been one month. Okay, this is after. All right. Anyway, this is a story that's recalling the excitement that was coming to, that was the circus coming to Lewiston. This is from the Tribune, 1937. It's here. I'm not going to do that voice the whole time. It's here. Scuttling, shiny-eyed youngsters, half-hitching their trousers as they sprint through the morning hours, will shout the two magical words. To disturbed parents, the phrase may mean little. To hundreds of young Lewistonians, no further explanation will be needed. It's here. In case you don't know, it means Circus Day here for Lewiston. The, it, this morning, the slow chug, chugging engines are scheduled to grunt to a stop on the track south of the Interstate Bridge on Snake River Avenue. Reports from railroad offices last night indicated the two steel trains will arrive between 8 and 10 a.m. if schedules are maintained on the long run from Walla Walla where the circus showed last night. The trains will bring 800 furred and feathered creatures and hundreds of world-famous arenic stars who make up the cast of the Al G. Barnes Sells Floto Combined Circus. 
With precision and speed born of experience, the wagon and equipment will be unloaded and pulled to the circus grounds near the children's home on Blanchard Heights by powerful tractors and trucks, assisted by horses and elephants. (laughs) By noon, all of the 26 tents are scheduled to be in place for the two performances at 2 and 8 p.m., the doors will be open one hour earlier to permit inspection of the menagerie. So, that kind of puts you back in the time of people were excited. These things are coming to town. They all came by train uh, in this in this um, example. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, now we get to a little bit more of kind of the discrepancies that I found trying to figure out what the heck happened that day. Mm-hmm. Right? So, from one from one article from roadsideamerica.com, hmm. it describes a huge Asian elephant, which is not true, <laughs> because A, I don't think Asian elephants, and I am no pachyderm expert either. <laughs> you may wonder what I am an expert on. Well... Stay tuned. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so it's not a it's not a large one. Well, Asian elephants in general are quite a bit smaller than African elephants, I believe. Yeah, uh, they really are. Yeah. They really are a lot smaller. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So he's got a picture. We're we're looking at a picture now of the elephant uh kind of laying dead after they shot it. In the garage. In the garage. And I mean it's it's not too much larger than the car and the men standing by it. No, um, uh-uh. it's it's not a massive elephant at all. Um, you know, still obviously capable, I would imagine, of inflicting some damage on some storefronts, which I'm sure it did. Right, and uh, you know, how did that happen? Like, why? Why? How did the elephant get loose? What ended up happening to uh, to uh, lead to this elephant dying? Sure, we'll go into that because that seems to be, that that story is not too much changed. Um, But I've got two different Lewiston Tribune articles. One was written on the 80th anniversary in 2008. One was written on the 90th anniversary in 2018. Mm -hmm. And the tone of these pieces, it's not, they're a little different. And it's kind of funny. And it, it makes me feel for historians that are trying to figure out what's going on. I thought, you know what? I'll I'll check out the Tribune. They'll know. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably. It's hard. It's hard to say. Who knows? History. Uh, it never happened, right? Right, because there's been a couple different retrospectives of the event over time, and they kind of take a different voice each time, right? So, were you saying the the first piece? What was it? Two thousand eight. Yeah, it's a little more kind to Mary, a little bit harder on. Um, the the shooter, Doctor Mayor, the Doctor Mayor, Doctor Mayor, yeah, Doctor Mantis Toboggan. <laughs> no one's gonna know who that is. True. <laughs> uh, shoot, now I gotta find his name. E. G. Braddock. Okay, <laughs> we don't want to confuse our listeners. <laughs> e. G. Braddock was the mayor, Doctor Hunter that shot the. But yes, yeah, so the first article is a little bit more kind to uh, Mary. The next one paints her as. Uh, um, not kind. Sort of elephant. the instigator that kind of had what was coming to her. Yeah, as far as an elephant being brought on train. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it came from Lewiston. It had performances in Spokane. came to Lewiston. 27-car train. This is from the uh, 2018. 
2015 article. It's a 27-car train. It it took a long time to get here. It didn't get here until nearly noon. This this article says it was a 101-degree day, so it's August 8th. Ooh. We know how hot it can get at noon on mm-hmm. August. Imagine sitting in a non-air-conditioned train car as an elephant mm-hmm. on, on such a hot day. Which was either probably just a cage, so you're getting in sunlight beating down directly on you, or totally enclosed, so there's no air passing through. Well, hey, they were ventilated. Mm. Oh, they were ventilated. Perfectly um, humane. Appa- well, I guess there were 12 elephants. So there were 12 elephants. Um, they replied later than they kind of planned. Um, so <laughs> the escape of, this is right from the article, the escape of the five elephants and their escapades, oh, this was this is what happened. It meant the cancellation of the planned afternoon performance, but not the night show. So mm. five elephants ended up getting out. We'll, we'll cover that in just a second, but the afternoon, they had to cancel it. Um, so this is what I'm getting at here. They, um, well, I'm going to have to jump to the other one because it said in one article that I read that they took the elephants down to the water to cool off, which, which sounds, by the water, they're referencing the river, of course. Oh yeah. Sorry. The, the river. Absolutely. So I'm going to jump right. over to the 2008 article because mm-hmm. I think this one has a little bit more information on, um, on what, on what actually happened. Um, so the five elephants got out, including Mary. Uh, four elephants, they they ended up going back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they were fine. Right. Nobody shot those elephants. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they caused any trouble. Mary was kind of the only wayward yeah, elephant. But, yeah, so the 2008 article says, Because of the heat, the elephants had been taken down to the Snake River for a frolic in the tepid shallows. Spraying and playing as elephants will. Which um, would be kind of fun to, to think about. How you cool know, would like, that be? You go down to the river and there's right. elephants. <laughs> oh, my pretty gosh. Cool. That would be so fun. And they call them uh, circus roustabouts. <laughs> okay, so I, I don't know. Listeners out there, will you please uh, educate me? So this says, when the circus roustabouts, in the guise of mahouts, tried to lead them back to the back out of the pleasant waters and 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 to the performance area mm-hmm. what is a mahout you got me there buddy m a h o u t you got me i'm at a loss <laughs> anyway they dressed up as mahouts i don't know what the heck that means <laughs> The circus roustabouts which i'm not even really sure what a roustabout is <laughs> i think just a uh, a uh, general ne'er-do-well not a good person not a good uh oh carnies <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. No offense, Carney listeners. <laughs> I appreciate it. I love the zipper. I'll ride it every... <laughs> it's good. Okay, so the, they, they take the elephants down in the water, get them cooled off. They're trying to take them back. And um, Mary the elephant, she, instead of going down Snake River Avenue, back to wherever they were taking them, um, she... Uh, the the Mary got off and went over to Main Street. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, this this is. Do you know what Poe grade is? That sounds really familiar. It does, but I don't know what it is. Anyway, this says, uh, and it's in quotations, whatever that means. By an unbelievable stroke of luck for us kids on Eighth Avenue, the elephants mistook Poe grade for a ravine in their native Africa. They're Asian elephants. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> gotta love it. 
And what what is this? The roustabouts come mahouts. That's not even English. <laughs> anyway, people, I'm pulling my hair out over here. This is why I was not a historian. <laughs> Read the article. Uh, anyway, so they're they're trying to get all the elephants back in. They're trying to get them back to the place they need to go. And Mary makes it to downtown Lewiston and starts causing some trouble. And this is where the real difference between the two articles comes in because one article says um, it, it says that basically she went down to Main Street, broke some windows, turned over some cars, and knocked her trainer unconscious. The reports may have been exaggerated. Mm-hmm. So that's one article. This is 2008. Um, and then it goes on to say the only casualty of the day was Mary, a small lady elephant who refused to join the mob. Mary had crossed alone into a commercial garage on Main Street where she daintily pulled a water pipe apart in order to drink. And then the mayor came down with an elephant gun and dispatched her. Mm. So this is the tone of the one article. And that's sort of the, the tone that I'm, I'm familiar with, which is... Uh, you know, I've always heard her referred to as Thirsty Mary. Right, which she, was, she probably was. She was just looking for a drink. But it sounds like they were just playing in the water. Right, yeah. And, oh. and, uh, and you know, she was looking for a drink, you know, got lost in her way and, and maybe caused some accidental damage. And, uh, yeah, she was killed as a and result. The bloodthirsty mare. <laughs> that Dr. Was, mare that was kind elephant of, gun. That was kind of the, the way that I had always heard the story. But... Well, Apparently, there's another side. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's hear this. This one's kind of good. So this comes from the 2018 article with a totally different view on the whole situation. Uh, in fact, it starts off with the Dr. Mayor, uh, his grandson, Jim Braddock, saying, I'm tired of the phrase, all she wanted was a drink of water. He goes on to say, my grandfather was a hero. It was not Dumbo's mom being shot by Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Nobody died that day, and there well could have been. Mary was small in stature, but had a history of being unmanageable. Hmm. Well, I like to uh, be sympathetic towards the animal, uh, maybe... It's not, <laughs> not being a jerk. Dumbo's instead. mom being shot by Elmer Fudd. I like that story better. <laughs> of course we do. And and whether or not she was wreaking the havoc that I'm going to mention here in a second that was gone into detail in this article, mm-hmm. she's not supposed to be here. Right. She probably wasn't being treated all that well. Right. It, should she have been shot? I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not mm-hmm. going to make any judgments. That's not my place to make judgments on whether or not the animal had to be gunned down. From this article that I'm, gonna, I'm about to go through some of this stuff, I mean, it, it sounds like she was causing some trouble. So I, that's not what we're going to do. But it's just, uh, I don't know. We'll let you decide. What's the famous, I don't know. You look into it. You come to your own conclusions. But here's what this article, remember, the 2008 was like, Turned over some, oh yeah, turned over some cars, daintily pulled apart a water pipe. Right. You know, the accounts may have been exaggerated. Well, here, let's listen to some of those exaggerated accounts. All right. So, uh, they went bolting down the avenue, downtown to C Street, now Capitol. They ran eastward to 5th Street, down Main, nearly to 10th. There, the herd separated. 
The four larger beasts continued their march southward through the residential district and back to the circus grounds. But Mary turned west at 10th and for half an hour or more charged up and down Main Street, breaking storefronts, battering automobiles, and charging the Elam Motor Company garage where she was cornered and shot by Mayor Braddock. Um, so, yes, very different tones. Let's go through some of this stuff here. So, Mary pushed her head through the closed rear door and crushed it like so much kindling. <laughs> this was the Lewiston Motor Company at 1005 Main Street. Um, a used car in storage in the garage with a hoof on the hood was crushed in and she shoved the car 10 feet away. Next, it was onto the Blackwell Motor Company at 9th and Main Streets at full speed, crashing the heavy plate glass windows, smashing stored radiator pipes with one step of its feet. A young girl attracted Mary's attention. She fled through the Blackwell used car department entrance, throwing herself into the foyer, and Mary's trunk swept over the girl's head and crashed through the plate glass window. Um... <laughs> Goes on to say how she assaulted a car across the street with two women and children in it, attacking with her head and trunk, two plate glass windows at the C.J. Breyer Company department store at 7th and Main Streets. They were knocked out. Uh, Toned coating was a place that knocked out the wall at the Liberty Theater. Several signs, several sign displays were wrecked uh, at the Liberty Theater. And then in front of the Western Union office, Mary threw a motorcycle against a post <laughs> and disdainfully stomped on it with her feet. And then two more plate glass windows. So it's just like all sorts of stuff. And then it was on to the E.L. Elam garage at 306 Main, now the Woods Insurance parking lot. Uh, and that's where, finding a cooler temperature, she pulled a water pipe apart in order to drink and was dispatched by the mayor. So this is all from the Tribune article in 2018. Hmm. Well, from that, I can tell you two things. One, sounds like we had too much plate glass going on downtown. Definitely. And two, why were there so many car lots downtown? That sounds like a lot, especially for the time. It really does. And who wouldn't want to disdainfully stomp on a motorcycle? Or throw it, if you could. <laughs> to all our motorcycle riding people, I understand. It's fun. They're just loud. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, I don't mind the motorcycles as much as I mind the uh, super loud diesel trucks. If you've got one of the loud diesel trucks, tone it down. But keep listening to our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Tribune accounted that several thousand people gathered in front of the garage to figure out what was going on. And the fire, the police department held back the crowd with a stream of water. Hmm. So anyway, uh, another... Um, Another part of this was two women, they were by the garage talking, they were school teachers, and Mary started charging towards them, and they had to run up to the second floor mezzanine or something to, to get out of harm's huh. way when she came in looking for more water. So I wonder where these where these accounts come from, you know, of the all of this damage and destruction. Are they coming from the grandson of the Dr. Mayor? Because I know that he had that quote up top at the beginning of that article. He did, and I don't know. I wish that the Lewis and Tribune... Uh, archives weren't so expensive to access, or yeah. else I would have. Yeah, we'll we'll have to, to we'll some. have to dig into that. Uh, if we find more, we'll post it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also, I wonder if the Doctor Mayor's grandson is still around. I wonder if he is, because this is 2018. It's two years ago. Yeah. So hmm. it's very possible. Um, just a, a little. Um, uh, let's see here. 
he was the city. He's he's he lives in Clarkston, or he did in 2018. He was the city's retired building inspector and former contractor. Huh. Jim Braddock. Cool. So Jim, if you're listening, let us know. Love to talk to you about it. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, again, no judgment. I I just don't know what happened. Right. Because <laughs> there's yeah. all these different accounts. It's, it's kind of always just one of those pieces of like local lore, urban legends that you've always heard about. You know, like oh, yeah. here's here's where that elephant died. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. It knocked one. She knocked one of the trainers unconscious, and and he had a bunch of cuts on his finger. Hmm. So that happened. Um. Yes, so this uh, a second story that says is quoted by the circus show manager Zach Terrell, Terrell maybe, uh, the shooting death was not regretted by the and okay listen, Tribune. I like you, I'm a fan, but they kept calling it the Bell Floto Circus, mm. which which of course isn't what it's called, right? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it was the cells. Floto Circus. So I don't, maybe, no, because that one 1937 article was the Barnes Sells Floto Combined Circus. Where they got Bell Floto Circus is beyond me. So maybe they're just trying to shorten it up. I it's guess. longer. <laughs> yeah. it's, they put an E in it. It's longer. It's, huh. well, no, I guess it's the same amount of, same amount of letters. I have no idea. Huh. So yeah, I'm not sure what happened. The, um, they did go. To the to the circus later that night though I guess so hmm. who knows um, the uh, post circus crowd assessment said that the show was the best ever witnessed in Lewiston so fun times were had despite the chaos and carnage hmm exactly well you know that is interesting and and it is interesting to hear both sides of that story because you know I've only ever heard that basically that elephant sort of wandered off was looking for something to drink, and somebody said, this cannot be, and killed it. Right. Huh. Yeah. And two days later, on August 10th, uh, there was an advertisement by Beckman Furniture that read, Elephants! Broken furniture and general havoc was wreaked all over town, and our establishment was in on the losses. In a few days, we will announce a mammoth sale of furniture and goods (laughs) at prices that will appeal to the public. Almost as much as the actual watching of the elephants. Hmm. So, business was made from it, I guess. I don't know. Huh. Well, cool. <laughs> Thanks for digging into that, Brian. It was fun and uh, interesting, you know. I Like I said, I just didn't know anything about it. And uh, that ad's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mammoth sale. Yeah, a little punny. Some yeah. uh, dad jokes in there even, <laughs> even back in the day. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cool. Yeah, so that's the story or stories of Mary the Elephant. And yeah. go check out the plaque on Main Street. Go check out the plaque. It's right across from Morgan's Alley. Look at the articles. If you have any information about it, like I said, like Brian said at the top of the show, email us. Yeah. Email us. We want to know. Um, obviously, there's still some gaps in the stories. We we weren't able to find all of it because it it's difficult and people have different opinions, right? So if you know more about it, let us know. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will catch you next week. Thanks, everyone. This episode of the show is brought to you by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much to all of you for supporting the show. If you would like to become a Patreon subscriber, 
head over to patreon.com slash oldspiralpodcast. That's going to do it for this week, but the shows are not over. Get caught up on the backlog of episodes if you haven't already, and thanks for listening. Thank you.